Smell the inside of your nose, everybody. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. You're a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not a ledger entry. You could never be replaced with AI, any technology, or anything else. You are uniqueness. Your consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you, and you see yourself. Who's anybody kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some daily inspiration to uplift you as you start your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated here. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying hard to make it in these challenging circumstances, you are a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your political affiliations or your religious beliefs or your traditions or your tribes, you are the value in this economy and you're seen in a world of destruction and degradation. The world should see you for the value that you create. You are a, if you're working a job and you're homeless or houseless and you have to live in shelters or cars, this podcast is dedicated to you. Your resilience is recognized and you are not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning first. Of course, I smell the inside of my nose. Then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because it's so hard to believe. Then I exhale and I step outside and make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are. But that's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. Today's topic is coinciding alien life on this plane. I wasn't sure whether I was what I'm going to call it, like alien avoidance on our coinciding plane or coinciding quote alien life on this plane but i'm not sure but it's one of those two titles it has to do with this so um i'm gonna just this is a fake break here for a fake ad that's not going to really be here but in the future it will on this mark okay okay thanks for um sticking around This is the smell, the inside of your nose. Do it right now, morning podcast. Almost every morning I'm here and I do this podcast really early. It's about, it's about quarter to four in the morning where I live. And so this podcast will go out tomorrow morning at about 5 a.m. Eastern time. So that as people wake up across the country, they might want to listen to it. So listen, um, this is commercial herschel this is my podcast you should subscribe to me at commercialherschel.substack.com get on my mailing list read the stuff i write um i haven't been posting a lot of writing there lately but i'm going to start posting a lot more writing there again and you can also go to my rumble channel you should go to buy me a coffee um com slash smellcast if you want to leave a comment about this that's where i take the comments that i'm going to read on the show so far it's early in the podcast it's only the second week but it's going very well so far nobody's left me any comments but i'm looking forward to developing 
a listener base where we can talk about these things in more detail once a week. Like, so I'll do these little podcasts that are 10, 20 minutes long in between the break, in between the intro and the send off. And then, um, later in the week, maybe we can have conversations about them. That's kind of what I would like to do. But right now we're just building and it's going really good. And I want to thank Substack because their podcasting system doesn't cost anything and it's doing really well between the Substack podcast and the one I do off of Substack that you goes out through the ACAST system. I had over a hundred downloads last week and then on Rumble and BitChute, the video systems I use, um, um, I, I had another like 50 views between all of the different ones. That's pretty good for a week. It's really good momentum and I'm just going to keep going. I'm kind of addicted to it. So if you're listening to me right now, I would really love it if you would subscribe to one of the, however you listen to this, subscribe to my podcast. It'll be every, almost every morning. And then, um, um, give it a like, you know, and subscribe to my Substack because I have a lot of free stuff there and there's a lot more coming All my weird, crazy fiction and stuff that I write. Okay. And it's really fun. So let's get into this topic a little bit. Um, do aliens really avoid us? I'm not convinced of that. And I'm also not convinced that they're aliens. So I think that there's a certain visible light spectrum and we don't have access to all of the light spectrum. And the more the scientists discover how to peer into other spectrums of light that we don't see naturally, the more things they see. There's more stuff out there than we can see. And I suspect that some of these things that we think of as aliens are really here that we just can't see them because they're in a different light frequency than we're in. That's my opinion. Like, that's what I think is very likely, very possible. I think a lot of things are possible. And this is a very what-efficacious podcast. Like, this, this podcast is a lot of what-ifness here in this particular uh, episode that we're doing here. Um, this is episode eight, I think. I think it's episode eight. It could become episode nine, but I think it's episode eight. So let's talk about our aura. Let's talk about the visible light spectrum really fast. We've got three sources here. They're all going to go um, in the description. There'll be links. So let's start with thoughtco.com. They say the visible light spectrum is the segment of the electromagnetic spectrum that the human eye can view, ranging in wavelength from approximately 400 nanometers to 700 nanometers, red. It's also known as the optical spectrum of light or the spectrum of white light. Then National Geographic says the visible light spectrum is the only wavelengths of the electromagnetic spectrum that humans can see. The different wavelengths of visible light are seen as the colors of the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Now let's go back to ThoughtCo really fast. The edges of the visible light spectrum blend into the ultraviolet and infrared levels of radiation. And now to the University of Tennessee. The visible light spectrum makes up just a small part of the full electromagnetic spectrum 
and electromagnetic waves with shorter wavelengths and higher frequencies include ultraviolet light, x-rays, and gamma rays, while electromagnetic waves with longer wavelengths and lower frequencies include infrared light, microwaves, and radio and television waves. Okay, so that summary was found when I just did a search in the Brave browser, Visible Light Spectrum, and that's what came up. And the links to all of those things, they use their AI system to put that summary together. And I like it better than Wikipedia. It's way better. The Brave browser is better than Wikipedia. The Brave browser, I repeat, is better than Wikipedia. Install the Brave browser and do some searches. Install the Brave browser. Do some searches. Okay, that PSA is over. All right, so let's go back to what we're talking about here. So let's talk about our aura that we have. We have an aura that you can't see, but it's there. It's energy that radiates from you. You radiate energy. You radiate light that you can't see. So do the aliens. They also radiate light that we that we can't see. Okay? They are beings who are made up of a lot more light than we are. The ones who live in this plane of existence who kind of cross over and we run it, we see them once in a while. They also exist here. In, if they exist here, then they are on this plane. Like it's, you can't call them aliens because they're from here. They're here. So why are they alien? Like maybe we need to quit doing that. So when we talk about visible versus non-visible light, we go back to our auras, but we need to understand materialism. So I'm not talking about like people who like to buy stuff. I'm talking about the monistic philosophy of materialism, which states that all things are matter. Briefly, monism, what does that mean? It is not dualism. It says everything is one thing, that everything stems out of one thing. Whereas dualists say that everything is comes out of a, a dual nature of consciousness. Okay, a monist is like this. Do you see the yin and yang symbol? You see how it's the one side is the yin and one side is the yang and they're in like a paisley pattern and they're in a circle. A monist looks at the circle. Okay? A monist looks at the circle. A dualist looks at the yin and the yang symbol. So the yin and the yang symbol represent the dualism. Monism represents the circle. And monism can coexist with duality, but not with dualism. So the foundation of consciousness is a singular, not a, du not a dualistic. But that doesn't, don't get that confused with duality. Because duality is the beginning of form. So yin and yang is the beginning of form out of the one. So it starts with the one, and then there's form, and that's two. That's yin and yang. So that's a monist, and that's a materialistic monist. And, and materialism is a monistic philosophy. Okay, so that's important to understand in this. Because all things are matter in materialism. All things are matter. Thoughts are things. You've heard that. Thoughts are things. Frequencies are matter. Light is matter, space is matter, time is matter. You can't see it, but it's still matter. 
you can't see the 5G system that you might be using to listen to this podcast, but it's still matter. And it's connecting everything. It's connecting things to other things. The Internet of Things. It's connecting things to other things. It is matter. All right. So unseen light is also matter. That's really important in understanding the aliens. That's really important. These, these people that we call aliens, we should not call them aliens. They just, because we can't see them, that doesn't mean they're not here, that they're not, or that they're not from here. They could very well be from here. If they are here, then they're here, you know? So you radiate, and so do the aliens. You have a level of emotional sensitivity Theirs is many times more sensitive. You, When you walk into a room and you can feel the tension, you walk in the room and you can feel the eyes on you, multiply that by thousands. That's what they feel. So when you see them walking somewhere, if you saw one, and that feeling of fear that you get, they can feel that. And that's why they don't, why would they hang around with us? They would have to feel our emotions all the time. That would be very intense for them. It doesn't make a lot of sense. The other thing is, is that they do not touch us. Like they, they can't. Like we're talking about auras here. I want you to imagine that you're walking, somebody is walking down the street without any skin. And you can see their bones and you can see their muscles and you can see their internal organs and you can see their, their skull. You know, and then you walked up and tried to touch them. Like that's what the that's what you see when you're seeing an alien. You don't see their outer self. You see their internal organs. Because their outer self from our position in space is a frequency that we can't see. They're made up a lot of light that we just don't see them. So if you were to walk up to them and try to put your hand out, you'd be putting your hand right inside them. So that they stay away. Why would they be around us? Like we're just too different. So we share the same plane of existence with them. And lucky for them, they can, they don't have to be seen by us. Because if they were seen by us, they'd be freaking out all the time. Because if you see them walking down the street and you freak out, they feel that intensely. They feel your fear. It's a really creepy, intense feeling for them. It's uncomfortable for them. It's like probably a form of pain for them. Like they don't want to deal with your fear. Okay? Just like nobody wants to deal with your fear. Like nobody, you know, nobody likes it when you project your fear onto them. Like I'm a tall, big, muscular guy. And sometimes people treat me like I'm going to hurt them. They're projecting their internal fear onto me. These people walk around, they live in fear. They live in a constant feeling that somebody's trying to hurt them. And then they project that onto me because I'm a large person, a tall, muscular guy. And so they act like I'm a bad guy. I don't appreciate that. And they don't appreciate that either. They don't appreciate that. So, um, you know, that's like superposition. Like when you see their their craft up in the sky way up there in low earth orbit and you're like wow look at that like i can see that thing streaking across the sky i know that's not human that's not an airplane i know it's not a meteor i know that it's not it's got to be some craft that is just really booking across the sky way up there in low earth orbit they can feel you watching them they know you're watching them and you know they're watching you that's like you can tell that's that's part of the superposition 
thing. You should do a re- search that we're not going to get into that. We're going to get in, into that in another podcast. But you should look up superposition if you don't know what I'm talking about. And look at the superposition experiments, which explain that an object or a molecule or an atom reacts differently when it's being observed by a human than when it's not being observed by a human. Our observation of it actually affects it. So they have a very sensitive, they're very sensitive to that. All right, so think about it like this. Now, also, okay, so you don't hang out with raccoons. You don't hang out with deer. Like, there's no reason to. They see us as predators, and it's a different world that they live in. Wildlife is a different world than the world that we live in. We don't live in wildlife. We share this plane of existence with the wildlife, but we don't live in the world with them in the way that they live in the world with each other. And they don't live in the world with each other in a way that we understand. So why would it be any different with the aliens, these people, these beings that we call aliens, why would it be any different with them when they are existing here with us? Do you see? It's like different levels of consciousness, different types, I shouldn't say levels, different types of consciousness all coexist here. Different uh, types of intelligence are all over Earth. Why would the universe be any different? Of course there are other beings out there with higher levels of intelligence than ours. There are all kinds of beings living here with higher levels of intelligence than I have. Other human beings. There are much people who are much more intelligent than me. And there are people who are a lot less intelligent than me. So why would the universe be any different? It's the nature of consciousness. To be what it is. So I would suggest listening to the Christmas show that I did yesterday. And I did some reading from R.D. Lang's book, The Politics of Experience. And then I would go back and I would listen to the show on AI that I did last week. And I get into some other things that kind of relate to this subject as well. So that's kind of where it's at. Like where where I am at with the aliens. You know, I ta- I told you a little bit about um, the, the light frequency spectrum. You probably know a lot about that. I explained monism to you. That was a really important part of understanding materialism, which is a really important part of understanding why it doesn't make sense for us to understand the other species that might be different than us and why there's no real need for us to be interacting with each other. Like, what would the point be of this other species interacting with us any more than it would make sense for us to go try to live among wildlife since we are not wildlife, since we are homo sapiens, sapiens. We are self-observing conscious beings. Like, it just doesn't make any sense that, uh, that we would go out and try to live among a different species of, of mammal or aquatic life here or avian life here it doesn't it doesn't make any sense and so it wouldn't make any sense for them to try to figure us out or try to come and live with us like but that doesn't mean they're alien they could very well just be in a plane of existence here 
in a frequency that we just can't observe and uh and good for them um good for them so um right now what's going to happen is it's going to be another fake ad that goes in here when i say the word mark and then um i'm going to come back and remind you how to subscribe to me and remind you how to like my videos and stuff and then i'm going to ask you a question um that I like to ask, I do this thing, I did my little postulation, and then at the end, I'll, there'll be a question related to it. That's more practical. Like when I get wooey like this, and like all theoretical and, and weird, I try to ask a practical question at the end to try to bring you back down to earth. And then when I do something that's really practical, I ask you a really like introspective question. You know, I kind of try to switch it up. I try to integrate that as much as I can. So, a fake ad on this Mark, okay, um, thanks for sticking around. I hope you will add your thoughts at um, buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast. If you buy a comment, you I will read it on the show on Friday. If you leave a comment at commercialherschel.substack.com for free, I'll probably read that one too. You know, um, but it is a business. I am trying to build a business here and I'm really grateful to Substack and the other uh, podcasting company because I'm getting a lot of listens already and I'm really grateful for that. I hope you'll like and I hope you'll subscribe. And when you go to buymeacoffee.com, you'll see all the different places where you can see uh, my work and my podcasts and my writing and stuff. It's all there. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast. Okay. That's my website. All right. Um, here is my question for you. Okay. Here's my question. We talked about avoidance. Are they really avoiding us? Okay. But here's my question. What are the avoidance strategies that you use to protect yourself? This is a really practical question, a very introspective question. You're welcome to leave a comment and, and tell me the answer to this question and let other listeners know if you want and leave any links and leave any book references in the comments at commercialherschel.substack.com um, under this podcast episode or um, at buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast. What are the avoidance strategies that you use to protect yourself and which of strategies which avoidance strategies that you use sabotage your success do you do any self-sabotage but what are the avoidance strategies that you use to protect yourself and so this is going to be a good segue into tomorrow's show okay because tomorrow's show is going to be about opportunities how doors close and doors open in your life and it's kind of going to be a follow-up to a show I did last week about embedding like uh, questions in your subconscious mind to help you solve problems when you're busy doing other things. So I, did a, I did a show last week about uh, subconscious problem solving and how you can embed a request to your subconscious mind to help you solve a problem in the back of your head while the front of your head is doing something else. And this is tomorrow's show is going to be kind of a follow up on that show, but it also has a little bit to do with this question 
about avoidance? What kind of things do you do to protect yourself? And what kind of things do you do, you know, avoidance strategies? Okay, like the aliens are avoiding us. If they're aliens and if they're avoiding us. I don't think they're aliens. I think they live here. That's my opinion. I am a materialist. I am commercial Herschel. So this is the send-off. And it goes like this every day. Every single day I read this send-off. It's the same every day, only different. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I am consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. (laughs) We are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We're a moment. We're an instant in an infinite universe. We're an infinite in an instant universe because every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of our existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular material event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we are even experiencing it. There are people who would say that makes us just insignificant and I strongly, very strongly disagree with those people. The fact that we are improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each a refraction of light from a single source. You are the individual and the whole simultaneously. You are masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and anomalous paradox. And that is significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and time usage in this three-dimensional plane, the influence of your refraction of the source of light that you emanate is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse because it expands as far as you're able to observe into the universe and because of superposition, you are affecting that. I hope we can be here tomorrow to do it all again. You are rare. You are not only a body. You have radiance. You radiate. Just because you can't see it, that doesn't mean it's not there. You are a luminescent jewel. And you can shine on yourself from within yourself. You are significant beyond the perception of anybody else. You shine on yourself and you shine on others. And what an honor that you shine on me now.
Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.